In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, obviously, is blessing of the animals. Uh, I'm, I'm actually always amazed at how the creatures are always pretty attentive and, and quiet, and that goes for the animals as well. Why, why do we do this uh, this time of year? Well, for one, the Feast of St. Francis is on October 4th, and Francis is the saint that we connect with when we talk about the care of animals and the care of creation as a whole. We are embarking, oh my gosh, it is early, I know, pun intended. We are embarking, I'm here every Sunday. We are embarking on a season of stewardship. And stewardship is more than that time of year the church asks for money for the next year's budget. Trust me, that will come in a few weeks, never you fear. But stewardship means that we take care of what we have and with what has been entrusted to us. Stewardship is about responsibility, and it is about a generosity of heart that doesn't waver to take care of the least of these creatures among us, the least of these creatures among us who are most vulnerable. Now, ultimately, stewardship is service because caring requires service. And when we care for people or things or animals or the planet, we don't just sit back and think or ponder good thoughts. Sometimes we pray, and that is active, but we also go out of our way to care fully. We serve by giving our time, our talent, and our treasure towards something greater than ourselves. Stewardship is actually a beautiful message, and I don't understand why, why church attendance is on the decline all around the globe, especially for the churches who don't preach hate, but the ones like our own in the Episcopal Church in general and other like denominations who preach love and stewardship and kindness and love of creation and care of creation of the least of these and the care of souls. Why is attendance in decline in most Western countries? Why is this beautiful message not part of our striving for success? Why is this message a hassle or an afterthought for most of us, for many of us? Some think that church is strange or confusing, always asking for stuff or all about guilt or reprimand or insisting that one believe everything without question. And even in the questioning and struggling, it can seem like too much when there is so much other stuff to worry about in our lives. Or, quite frankly, there's, there's more fun to have. And then again, it's common for people to just be too busy. And I hear that all the time. It's hard to understand the complexities of worship and the Bible, which can seem daunting and irrelevant when, put, when you put it all up against immediate personal struggles. And I, I get that, I see that, and I, I, I say all these things and I ask all these questions regarding this because the disciples today 
Beg Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. And sometimes that's why we come to church, so that maybe something that that we engage with will increase our faith because we are truly on board, but we, we want to be inspired or we need to be inspired. Preachers try to inspire, but I admit we don't always knock it out of the park. Let me just say a few words about this gospel today in relation to all of this. First of all, It's unfortunate that the translation today uses the word slave, which is really, has so much uh, weight to it, right? The original Greek also can be translated as servant, as servant. But this gospel was likely a gospel that was used by proponents of slavery in the U.S. as one that said slavery was sanctioned by the Bible, slaves obey your masters, so that is unfortunate. There were slaves in first century Palestine, servants for sure, most, maybe not all, eventually earned their freedom after paying off a debt that was owed. Many were um, put into this servitude because they owed, uh, they owed money or they owed something, and so they worked off that debt. And usually, maybe not always, usually they were full citizens. So I just want to put that out there that there's no parallel to the atrocities of the U.S.-sanctioned slavery of our past. Using the Bible to condone slavery is just wrong. So I'm just flat out saying that. So, so then what is Jesus asking of us in this reading today? Well, regarding faith, first of all, the good news is you only need a little bit. You only need a little tiny grain, as tiny as a mustard seed. That's all you need. And mustard seeds are very, very small. That's enough to get you started, so don't worry about it. Faith in the one that is above all. Trust that little tiny speck that you do have already and go easy on yourself. Go easy on yourself. Let that little mustard seed take root and grow. And it's not going to be any one person or preacher who can wave a magic wand and increase your faith for you because God will do that, by the way. God will do that through the work of the Holy Spirit. As we try our best to follow the footsteps of Jesus and serve. Be a servant to the least of these. All of this stuff that we do on Sunday is to keep us focused and to remind us and to give us the opportunity to engage in something different from the regular day-to-day, to be reverent, to have that opportunity to be reverent, to, to seek humility, which I know is not popular, but to seek humility, to remember to love, to think about our lives when we go off track sometimes so that we can get back on the right path to be inspired because all of this will bring peace and joy and it will help us to remember to be of service. And that is the second part of the gospel today, a reminder to be of service. 
with all the um, buzz out there about there's this new phenomenon out there. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's called quiet quitting, which is prominent in our communities now. Quiet quitting, apparently, is when you come to your job and you do only the very least that you need to do on purpose in order to get paid, where, where you don't go beyond your personal comfort zone because you think life is too short and why should you? When it doesn't instantly please you, so you just do the minimum amount or, or you don't go beyond the minimum requirement. That is where many of us are today. And we casually, we blame it on COVID and certainly the stress of COVID forced us to take stock of where we are in life. And you know what, that is a good thing. We should take stock of where we are in life and ask ourselves what is important in life. So that's not wrong. And so when you say, I don't want to do this anymore because life is too short, sometimes that's okay and that's necessary. But it's also important to remember and to not forget that as we seek to improve our own lives and our own comfort, to not forget about what it takes to improve the lives of others, to be of service. And here's the insider trading secret. Serving others, it ends up serving us in the end. Enriching others enriches us in the end. So let the question be, how can I be of service? What, what do you need help with today? How can I be of service? Not just how can I be served for my own satisfaction. How can I help you today? So to bring us back, to the animals. For those of you who have dogs, and it looks like there's several of you out here who have dogs today, and you see the way that dogs follow you around, and they are there for you at the ready. Not that they can make dinner for you, unfortunately, or, or drive, you, drive you to the store or anything like that, or make your bed, but, but I know that when I see my dog just lying there or fo following me around from room to room, I feel that in her mind she is thinking, here I am at the ready for whatever you need, ready to be of service. And her eyes are so innocent and trusting. And, and, and so I just get this feeling from her that she just wants to be there for me. My cat, on the other hand, needs a little work, but, but my dog is right there. <laughs> Jesus confirms that all we need is a tiny little seed of faith and we will be able to move mountains because that is what God promises. Faith is a gift in a God who says that nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Today, the message is trust the speck that you do have. So in summing up, also, this curt little interesting gospel today is, uh, well, I'm going to use the words of another one who wrote, faith does not increase because of the believer, but because of the one we believe in. Faith does not increase because of the believer, but because of the one we believe in. And the one we believe in calls us to be stewards, good stewards, Servants, to be at the ready to say, how may I be of service? 
God asks us to use what, whatever it is that we have, and we're all unique. And remember that all that we have, even our children and our animals, they've all been entrusted to us. They're gifts. Even the brains and the talent to acquire all that we have acquired, that is a gift that God has given to us. And we are to use that gift for service. St. Francis tried to live his life according to this expectation. And now for Francis, he chose to live a life of poverty. And that's not what I'm asking all of you to do today. But this is how he chose to live his life for himself so that he could be better at loving others. Loving others and serving others more. Francis cared fully for all of creation and by seeing the beauty of the world fully as God's creation. And so that's why today we bless the animals that have been gifted to us in our lives. Not because it is cute, it certainly is cute, but to remember the joy and beauty found in all of creation as a symbol of how we can be of service to the least of these. Amen.